Welcome back to Conti Forum in Chestnut Hill here at Boston College where Merrimack and BC are scoreless at the end of the first period of play. Tonight's first intermission is brought to you by Orthopedics Northeast, the official medical provider for Merrimack Athletics. Orthopedics Northeast has offices in North Andover and in Salem, New Hampshire. Joining us is the athletic director of Merrimack, Glenn Hoffman. Boy, Glenn, a pretty good pace to that first period. Lots of up and down action. Yeah, it's nice to see a hockey East game where you can go up and down and very few penalties called. I, I think that was one of the more enjoyable uh, periods, at least to watch from a spectator standpoint, that I've seen in two years. But uh, you know, end to end, you know, you know, good clean hockey, refs letting them play. You know, it was a lot of fun. You don't necessarily know what you're going to get with these games at weird hours, like a Sunday at 1 o'clock when, when the players are so used to a routine and playing a night game. But uh, it seems like both clubs have come out ready to play today. Yeah, I, I agree with you. I didn't know what the crowd was going to be like. I didn't, you know, it is it is kind of a weird time. And uh, BC's credit a good crowd here today, a lot of Merrimack people as well. And, and yeah, I think it looked like both teams were, were ready to play. I, I, I figured we would be ready to play, you know, given, given Friday night and everything. And, and BC, you know... You know, you forget we're both we're both ranked in the top ten, so it's yes. a big game for them as well. First time, if I remember right, since the main game at the beginning of the year, that Merrimack is facing a team that's actually ranked ahead of them. Boy, how the how the program has come a long way, huh? <laughs> it's where it's you know that is that's an interesting stat, and uh, yeah, I mean it's, this is obviously a big game for hockey standpoint and also from a national standpoint. And the Warriors were ranked number one earlier in the season, not number one now, but still in the top ten. I mean, number one maybe higher than the, than they were, you know, for whatever reason. Uh, you know, I mean, were they the best team in the country at that time? Who knows? But at any rate, uh, top ten still a good place for this team to be right now. Yeah, and it's been such an interesting process, and, and when you're building a program, I think not only you know, obviously most importantly for, for Mark and, and the, the players, but but I think for the school in general, it's been a fascinating, you know, couple of a last couple of years, and certainly this year, you, you get ranked number one, you wonder how is everyone going to handle it from the from the players, to the coaches, to the athletics administration, to everyone on campus, and I think um, we, you know, obviously, as I said then, wouldn't trade it for anything because it got us a lot of publicity and, and really kind of signified that a small the smallest school in Division One can can be that successful, and that is our goal. Obviously. Obviously, uh, at the same time, I think sometimes expectations get a little high. I, I remember when we lost our first game; I think people were about to jump off the, the side of a building and everything. And um, even after Friday nights, you know, losing to BU, I mean, it, things have really changed. When we are really upset about not winning a game at Aganis, I mean, that's a tough place to win. Just like today is a tough place to win as well. So uh, we're in the best conf- hockey conference in the country. There's no question about that. And and we, because of our great start, set ourselves up, I think, really well for a good season. And um, it's a building process, and I almost look like I almost feel like getting number one was was a terrific accomplishment that we should all feel really proud of and really good about. Um, we've struggled, you know. We went into a little bit of a slump, I guess you could say, in the month of December, and I kind of feel like now. Yeah, I thought we played pretty well against really well against Holy Cross. I thought we played pretty well against BU last night. Good first period here. Hopefully, we're just building back up to, to getting to play exactly the type of hockey we want. And hopefully, we peak this time, peak in March and April. You mentioned the BU game, and, and that's the order of the day, isn't it? In Hockey East, I mean, you can play well and, and yet have still have some mistakes that you made earlier in the game end up being the difference. I thought that the second and third period that, that, that the team played down in that game at BU were as, as good of a couple of road periods as they played this year, but sometimes the other goaltender just robs you. Oh, and that's the crazy thing about hockey. You know that better than, than, certainly than I do, but yeah, I, I think we did play well there, and, and, and if you can get a point on the road, I mean, realistically speaking, in Hockey East, I think um, if you can get a point, you've got to be pretty happy. I mean, these are these are all nationally ranked teams we're playing and will play for, for the remainder of the year, so that's what makes it great. That's what makes it frustrating, too, but uh, that's why we're in the best hockey conference in the country. 
They were talking off the air, the Volpe expansion project. Uh, you have an update on that for us? Well, I get asked about it all the time, so I figured <laughs> I might as well give an update on it. Uh, it it's progressing pretty well, and um, like any construction project, you're going you're gonna to have highs and lows, and you're going to have uh, you know delays at times. And, and from the beginning, when this whole project was originally conceived back in February, I think it was on a very, very fast track from a construction standpoint. We're finalizing plans, hopefully, with uh, the towns of Andover and North Andover, since Merrimack's campus is in both towns. Both towns have been terrific to work with and, and really supportive, I think, of the project. But we're going through some more of the Conservation Commission um, things that you have to go through, and, and we expect, we, we would hope that we will certainly be able to begin construction, you know, um, certainly within the next month, month and a half. So um, while it may be a little behind from where we initially thought, uh, we are progressing and continue to progress and continue to work with the towns. And again, they've been really helpful to us and really supportive. So I, I think you will yeah, certainly, you know, before the hockey season's over, you will see some construction going on outside. And from there, it's just a, it's a race against time. Yeah, I was going to ask you, uh, how far does it push back the, uh, the, the, I guess, the targeted date of completion? Well, the thing is, Mike, there's, there's so many different parts to this project. So, so the rink, from a rental standpoint, is a real big priority because obviously, we, you know, you, there's a revenue source there. So um, I would say that the rink, if, we, if everything goes according to plan, we'd love for it to, to open next fall at some point, you know, whether that be September, October, or November, uh, certainly next fall at some point. Everything else, whether it be the locker rooms and the, um, the, the new weight room or the sports medicine health sciences area, um, you know, it's kind of the same timetable, although obviously we'd love to have those things open up for student-athletes and students in general when they come back in the fall. We're talking with Glenn Hoffman, the director of athletics at Merrimack. The score is 0-0 between Merrimack and BC at the end of the first period. And, well, one of the reasons this game is Sunday afternoon is because yesterday was frozen Fenway, and uh, four more teams, I guess, got to take part. And Interesting to think now that there, there will only be three teams remaining uh, that haven't played, I guess, won't have had the opportunity to play at Fenway after this year because next week Northeastern is playing BC. So that'll leave Providence, Merrimack, and Lowell, and then Notre Dame comes in the league as well. So then you'll have four teams. That's a nice round number. Is it possible that in a couple of years we'll see a, a new round of Frozen Fenway and, and those teams, maybe even including Merrimack, will get an opportunity to play there? I mean, I'd certainly, I think we would all love for that opportunity, certainly. Uh, you know, I, I thought it was a great idea to have uh, the four state schools in hockey playing, you know, uh, yesterday. And I think, and obviously, they, they sold out and did a great job with that. And just talking to some of the other athletic directors of those schools, it was a great event for them and a great event for the alums. Uh, so, you know, I, I would like to think that we're next on the pecking order. I, I certainly would love love to be able to play, you know, another name there, you know, certainly. And, and heck, there's three, three of those four schools are Catholic schools. So that would be kind of a neat, you know, a, a neat thing as well. So, you know, the folks at Fenway have been really, really terrific to, to hockey East and, and all of us. We had an event there on Tuesday night um, for our alums and, and donors, which was really, really successful. So, you know, I would doubt they would do anything next year just because they don't want to go, you don't want to overdo it. But, yeah, down the road, certainly I, I think the next time that they do that, do do that, I would like to think that we'd be in line uh, to participate. Well, five of the next games are at home now for Merrimack, so you get back into, you've been on the road here now for a little while, haven't had a home game since uh, December 17th, but next five of the next six, as we said, and the TV games start to ramp up and everything, so it uh, should be a pretty exciting time over the next month or so, at least. Yeah, we're really excited. You know, there's, it's nice to go, to, it's nice to be away, because it's a lot easier, uh, honestly, away games are easier, certainly for 
an administrative standpoint, but uh, it'll be nice to be back home in front of the home crowd and everything, and, and we have some good opponents coming in, obviously, with Maine. They're playing really, really well right now. New Hampshire is always a, you know, always a good draw, so, uh, you know, so and Providence comes in again, which, you know, we, we probably owe Providence a little bit after they played so well against us earlier in the year. So, so we've got some good teams coming in. It's, 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 it's you know, it's ramping up in Hockey East now, so I, I, it'll be nice to be able to have games at home where we do play so well in front of our fans, and, and we'll uh, see what we can do. Well, before I let you go, uh, since we talked about Notre Dame coming in, I just wanted to ask you, I mean, I know you might be limited in what it is that you can say, but in terms of uh, discussions with regard to a 12th team uh, and anything you can tell us about what's going on and, and is there interest, significant interest? I mean, I know I'll throw out the names. UConn and Holy Cross have been mentioned. I'm, I'm sure you're limited, like I said, in what you can say about it, but what can you tell us? Uh, yeah, I think, as the commissioner, as Commissioner Britannia has said, I think ideally we'd probably like to get to 12 teams, so there's no question about that, and, and there is no shortage of teams and schools that would love to be a member of Hockey East, so there's no question about that, too. From a, from a UConn perspective, obviously the women's team is in Hockey East already, so so it's almost like you know they, they get first first dibs, for lack of better words, just like uh, with our plans going forward to sad women's hockey at Merrimack, you know, we would we would all obviously be able to get into Hockey East on the women's side, so I think UConn has to, to, to work some things out, see if it is it is a viable thing and a direction that they want to go in with hockey, so that's, that, that would, I think, be the first packing order, and then after that, there are several schools that are interested in Holy Cross's, because they had no secret that they'd be interested in, and, you know, Holy Cross is an institution that's very similar to Merrimack, and, um, you know, again, we, we would certainly, we would, from our, my perspective, I would certainly love to have Holy Cross in, but it's, it's not just from my perspective, but uh, they're definitely in, in the mix as well. Do you happen to know, I mean, and even, you know, can you tell us, is there, is there a deadline, I suppose, where, whereby any of these schools need to, to make a decision like, like yay or nay? You know, I can't be real specific on that, but I mean, I, I, I can tell you that we'd like to get it settled sooner rather than later, and it's mainly from a scheduling standpoint. You know, it's it's you know the, the schedule is set for next year, but then Notre Dame is in the following year. So, so do we just go ahead and, and put the schedule together now with eleven teams, or can we, you know, if we can get somebody in before April, maybe just throwing that out, you know, hypothetically, then if we knew we had twelve teams, that would make scheduling a lot easier. So, I think from a scheduling standpoint, we'd probably like to get. Sooner rather than later, but it's, again, it's it's a member, so you don't you don't want to rush the process. Well, Glenn, great to have a chance to see you. Want to wish you a happy New Year, and uh, folks see an awful lot of Glenn the next five or six games at home uh, over the next month. The Warriors play a lot of games at home, so be sure to come out, Glenn. Thanks as always. Thanks, Mike. And again, remember everyone, next Saturday's game has been moved back to five o'clock as opposed to seven o'clock, so you can go to the Merrimack game, get a win, and then go watch the Patriots win at night. All right, thanks, Glenn. That's Glenn Hoffman, the director of athletics at Merrimack. The score after one is Merrimack nothing. BC nothing.